prime minister wear need to apologize one wanita you you go on the attack ma you like who took these photographs huh? this is clearly uh, an attempt to undermine a democratically elected leader you see even i also know Douglas Slim and Juanita the podcast so i was at my sister's house yesterday mm-hmm. and i was watching my niece go everywhere with her headphones oh yeah <laughs> she's 15 now <laughs> and it reminded me of how when i was 15 i used to want to listen to music all the time as well right but i didn't have headphones mm. so uh, i had to listen to my music at home on the speakers <laughs> we, we, we like one of those kids in those american shows who lock themselves in their room and play the music loud loud as they jump on the bed with the air guitar and stuff right? <laughs> no no most of the time i was emo sad type so i lie down and listen to music right <laughs> So one day I was listening to my Hillary Duff CD okay. in my zone, all right, in the living room, lah. So my mom said something. I think she asked me to take out the trash or what. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Mm. But I said, "Shut up, lah. What you want?" Wow. <laughs> Wait. That, you think this is some Western countries? You know, <laughs> this style of behavior can get you disowned. One, no. Like, like you will see your name big, big in the newspapers. All <laughs> your parents. Will, I hereby declare that Juanita is no longer my daughter for eternity. <laughs> Did your mom make you wash your mouth with soap or what? Uh, she was like, "What do you say?" She walked over to me, stomped her feet. She took my CD out of the, your the speakers. Duff CD. Yeah, my Hillary Duff CD. She took it outside of the house, smashed it on the floor, and said, "This is why you're rude, lah, because you're listening to this type of music." Huh? Yeah. But but Hillary Duff. Okay, no, no, wait. Uh, I don't know much of Hillary Duff music, but she's okay, one, right? Yeah, she's super wholesome. Right? Listen, listen to this. Let the rain down. It's so white as well. So actually, where do you learn all this rudeness from? Yeah, I was a teenager, lah, and I think I was also listening to Simple Plan, and they were like. The wrong artist cannot blame. Fly FM. So I was talking about how I was a horribly rude teenager <laughs> and how my mom punished me by breaking my Hillary Duff CD. But of course, Douglas wants to one up my story. Not once, too. My father is military. It's automatic <laughs> that my story will one up yours, right? Okay, pass it down. Because when I okay, when I was young, there was a time I lived in the Kuantan Air Force Base. Uh, uh, my father was the base commander or some type of leader there, lah. Okay, so you went in action with all the kids, lah. Like you better listen to me. You know who my father is. <laughs> Actually, no. Okay, <laughs> I was incredibly not interested uh, in any of these military things. So, you know, like all the other kids would pretend to be uh, fighter pilots, uh, or soldiers, uh, ikut bapak, lah. Right? Yeah. I would never join them. I preferred standing on the on the chair in my house and and pretend it's my stage. <laughs> you know, and then I just sing and perform. I Father military son cabaret singer. <laughs> oh, one time as I was very kushuk performing, <laughs> I fell from the chair. Oh my Didn't God. really hurt myself, but since then I was banned from standing on the chair. My parents were afraid that I would then you know hurt myself or break oh. the chair. <laughs> And because I was quite disciplined as a child, I was very obedient. But then one day there was some party at my house. Uh, I just remember very vaguely there were some junior officers and their partners all were there and then they were you know talking, chit-chatting stuff. Then one of them said, hey boy, I heard you can sing very well. Uh, sing something for us lah. Oh, then you immediately went into performance mode lah. Oh, yeah, Watch man. me. Grab my toy <laughs> mic, grab my toy tambourine. <laughs> <laughs> Climbed on the chair and I remembered, hey, I'm not allowed to be on the chair lah. So I was, <laughs> faster climbed back down and yeah. one of the officers said, hey, why? Boy, stand on the chair lah. So, you know, we all, we all can see. I was like, oh, okay, uh, yeah, my father said I cannot stand on the chair. He was like, <laughs> uncle say can. <laughs> so, okay lah, got permit already, eh? <laughs> I stood on the chair. I started singing, and all like suddenly, 
quiet My father walks in He Jane stops Jane. the performance Like mid-song He glares at me The show Like ended As if some major raid Came in <laughs> <laughs> Like that, Then hey, my father was like Hey you, I said you must not Stand on the chair right yeah. And I was like Yeah but That uncle said can Oh my god! My dad glared at the fella Next thing you know I am being punished yeah. I'm standing Facing the wall For I don't know One hour or something like that But then the uncle uh-huh. He also could have punished no Yes Yes he was outside my house Running in the hot sun <laughs> My father punished him He had to run And then like shout I will not tell your son What to do major I will not tell your son What to do major Fly FM India Is shutting down Mobile data To stop people From cheating on their exams <laughs> Sorry. Your, your accent caught me off guard. <laughs> I'm half Indian now, so I can do it. No, I, I don't think people need mobile data to cheat in exams. They can just go, Psst, Devraj. <laughs> What's the answer for number five, Devraj? I'm pretty sure they've moved on from asking friends <laughs> to asking Google. Okay? Um, they're not going to shut down mobile data permanently, though, but only for a few hours, just to prevent people from cheating during a recruitment exam for government jobs. Yeah, but it's also going to affect the whole area, right? Yeah. They can't use the jammer and jam the exam hall or anything like that. Then what about all the other people you know, around the area who are not taking the exam? How, <laughs> how are they going to do any work with no mobile data? How are they going to play games? <gasps> how are they going to watch Netflix? <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Chief Minister said that they don't want to take any risks. That's why they have to do this. He said, uh, even if one person leaks the question paper on WhatsApp during the exam, there will be chaos. <laughs> but if you are not allowing people to watch Netflix, chaos is going to happen, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've never actually really cheated in exams before. Well done. I mean, uh, you're not supposed to. <laughs> I don't know. You want a prize or something? <laughs> I've been tempted. La. But then I think, right, Like, if I can be bothered to write notes on my cheat sheet, I can write notes to study, la, right? Correct, correct. No, it's good. And also, if you cheat, uh, God will know. So, uh, <laughs> no, I, 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 I once wrote down some history notes, um, just you know, like important dates. And okay, I'm not recommending this to other people, but, <laughs> but I was young and, and foolish. I wrote down uh, these important dates and need for this jar paper, la, yeah. events, all on one piece of paper. And then I hide in the pencil box, all. <gasps> but then they went and changed the exam schedule. Oh. So we got a geography test instead. <laughs> <laughs> so the question was, I don't know, like, which state produces the most bauxite? And I was like, I don't know, la, but Mat Hilao fought the British in 1890. <laughs> 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 no, but, but this method of shutting down mobile data to prevent cheating, a bit yeah. extreme. Huh? Yeah. It's like, is if, how do I put this in a metaphor? It's like, okay, let's say I own a bookstore. Yeah. And I don't want people to read anything for free. Okay, that's fine. So what do I do? I blindfold everyone. Okay, I blindfold the customer. I blindfold the cashier. Even the construction worker outside. I blindfold even the stray cats. Everyone can blindfold. Too bad. Fly FM. India is shutting down mobile data for a few hours just to prevent a few people from cheating on their exams. And it got us wondering, have you ever cheated on an exam before? Brian. What's your story, Brian? So we were doing a bio exam in school and then my friend next to me, he kept disturbing me and he kept asking me to help. So what we did was we quietly switched the papers. La. Oh man. Sorry, Chigo Rashid, if you're listening. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chigo Rashid, if you're listening. And then I answered the questions for him. La. We switched back the papers and good thing is we didn't get caught. And ended up, he got an A, I also got an A. Oh! Oh, so you're that good, huh? Okay. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but the funny thing is, he's a doctor now. He didn't know how to do the bio test. You answered for him, but now he's the doctor. Yeah, that's right. So, so now if he has a problem in the hospital, then he's going to call you, and then you got to go there and sort out the patient's <laughs> source. <laughs> no, no, la. I think he's improved over the years. Oh, good. What, what's his name, by the way, bro? Dr. Chan. 
Dr. Dr. Chan ah, they say, hey, Dr. Chan, if you're listening, I'm never going to see you. Ah. <laughs> Actually, I've got kind of a similar story. So, uh, remember there was a show on 8 TV last time called the 8 TV Quickie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that. I was called in, you know, to help their. Presenters, they were all new at that time, so teach them a bit of acting. Oh. One of them actually grew up and became Henry Golding, lah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a single thank you, you know. Eh. Like the peanut forgot the skin. Fly <laughs> FM. Did you know that China changed the ending of the Minions movie? Uh, what was the original ending? Uh, well, the main character grew and his mentor escaped the police, and grew continues a life of crime. Oh, so what now? Like he actually gets caught and. Actually goes to jail. <laughs> like okay, I'm talking about the Minions movie. I uh, just be very clear. Yeah, what else could we be talking about? Anyway, Nothing else. <laughs> people who have watched the movie in China say that it ends with a series of still pictures and texts, right, <sighs> saying that Gru becomes a good guy. Ah, he returned no. to the family, and that being a father to his three daughters became his biggest accomplishment. Something <sighs> similar happened to the other one was what Fight Club, right? Oh yeah, We yeah, covered yeah. this story where they changed the ending of the show to say that the authorities won the day and everything was. Under control and uh, yeah. I'm curious. Has anyone seen Fast and Furious in China? <laughs> <laughs> what do they do? Do they make Vin Diesel and the gang all retake their driver's license? <laughs> like really boring stuff. Apply for road tax. Follow the speed limit. <laughs> Who's gonna watch that? <laughs> no, but really, I think a lot of uh, people assume that they don't censor in all the Matsale countries, right? Only in like. Asian Asia. countries, yeah. But actually, they do. In America, they change uh, some language, just nonsense words to huh? make it safe for kids. Yeah, like um, in Snakes on a Plane, there's this famous scene of Samuel L. Jackson. You know that one? Yeah. Being a typical Samuel L. Jackson on the plane, freaking out. And he says, I have had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. <laughs> on what snakes? Monkey fighting snakes <laughs> on this Monday to Friday plane. <laughs> Sounds so stupid. Yeah. But when Samuel L. Jackson says it, uh, still comes across as gangster. Uh. <laughs> Now I I tend to complain um, a lot. Yes, <laughs> you don't have to tell me that. But no, but I am glad lah that at least Malaysia we are not as extreme as China. Like I I don't think I don't think we've changed the ending of any movies that are shown here. Yeah, change for what? We'll just ban the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, actually, we should have we should have banned Crazy Rich Asians, you know. Why? No, I was very offended because there was a scene in Singapore one where they were eating hawker food, right? Yeah, 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 And then yeah. one of the character goes like, "Oh, this is the best." I was like, "Fake news, <laughs> fake news. This is much worse than two toys kissing each other." <laughs> Fly FM. China just very casually changed the ending of the Minions movie <laughs> to make it wholesome, and it got us talking about childhood shows. Yeah, one of my childhood shows as a kid was Voltron. <laughs> Who and what is a Voltron? Wow, <laughs> eh. Voltron was this giant robot that oh was made God. up of uh, five smaller lion robots <gasps> that had a human pilot each. Yeah, you lost me at Voltron. <laughs> <laughs> It was very exciting, okay? Right there was there was the black lion. He was the leader, lah. We all wanted to be him. Okay. And then there was the blue lion, uh, red lion. I think it was the yellow lion, a uh, mer lion. What? <laughs> no, 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 just joking. No Singaporeans there. Uh, it was the pink lion for the girl pilot. What sexist stereotype is this? Just because girl means pink, is it? It was a giant robot lion. Okay, it wasn't as if she was in a pink My Little Pony. Don't make this into a sexist thing. <laughs> Okay, so every episode, yeah. uh, a bad fella like an alien uh, would show up, and then Voltron had to fight this this alien. So two lions will then form the legs, and then two lions will form the arms and body, and then the leader, the black lion, will say, "And I will form the head." And everybody will be like, "Yeah, Voltron is here!" And this bad alien will just be standing there waiting for them to assemble, is it? <laughs> 
Hey, take your time. Hey, Jenny, come and think of it. Huh? Yeah, all the enemies were very polite and courteous. <laughs> no, but that wasn't the dumbest part, right? Because yeah. Voltron would fight these aliens using all sorts of weapons. He had a, he had a very wide range of his arsenal. Like, he would shoot them with the spinning laser blade. Then there was this thing called the lion head attack. He had stingray missiles, eon darts, all sorts of stuff. Mm. But it won't really affect the alien much. Okay. In fact, the alien would get the upper hand and Voltron would be losing until then he brings out his ultimate weapon. He's like, blazing sword. Then Voltron will, yeah, will magically one sword will appear and he'll just cut the alien in half, Gautim. That's it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this will repeat every week on. Oh. And I would love it as a kid because now looking back, I'm like, hey, Voltron, just a pro tip lah. Next time start with a sword can <laughs> All your other weapons are useless Just keep and give to the Sao Kao Pochi man It's useless Fly FM. So a group of men were walking around KL recently With 70s style clothing Totally stealing attention KL ah? Yeah You sure they weren't at Damansara you know Because Why? up Town funk you up, uptown funk you up. <laughs> so this video went viral on TikTok, right? There were seventy men just walking around Kuala Lumpur wearing seventies outfits. I thought it was your school reunion at first. Wow, your father's <laughs> school reunion, lah. <laughs> no, but why? Why were they doing this? Was it a, a promotional act for some movie or, or some some clothing brand? Because you know sometimes, right? You be walking in town, then Kononia there be a flash mob and all. Then what? you realize, oh, it's some telcos like marketing stunt. I haven't seen a flash mob in forever, but okay. Oh no, last, <laughs> before the pandemic lah. <laughs> it just looked like a bunch of friends who wanted to dress up and get together. I think. Oh, very free, yeah. <laughs> But actually, maybe they can make something out of this, you know, if it gets a lot of attention. Because, yeah. I don't know if you know this Malay celebrity, this guy called Wat Doyo. Have you heard of him? I have, Yeah, yes. he's a, he dresses very well and he's got a handlebar moustache. He's very popular. How he started was, he would go around in a full bespoke suit, uh, complete with cufflinks and uh, this a cummerbund and with a tie and then uh, what, the pocket uh, handkerchief and everything. Right. And he would uh, ride on a Vespa okay. around town. Right? And people would just start taking pictures like this. What a weird looking guy in a full suit on a Vespa. They would take pictures of him. Next thing you know, hmm, first on magazines, he's hosting his own uh, fashion team show where he's a critic on, on TV. So yeah. you never know uh, when where these stunts can lead you or not. But wouldn't he be sweating like crazy? I mean, a full suit in our weather. No, people said the same thing. He received, when he first started, he received a lot of flag from netizens who were like, Eh, hey, gila, pakai macam ni kat Malaysia, you know? <laughs> like, then so, uh, one was quite mean, he was like, oh, you see, buy expensive clothes, uh, but still sit motorbike. Oh. <laughs> but he wasn't phased, uh. he, yeah. he created a response that then eventually became his tagline. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? He's like, eh, hey, aku yang pakai, kau yang panas. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Cool. Yeah. But I quite like fashion from the 70s, right? Like the colours, folk embroidered boots with mini high-waisted skirts, so cute. Ponchos and capes as well. I think that's why I made a comeback. Well, yeah, and if you think about about it, it still belongs, you know, because some of our things actually haven't been updated since the 70s. What do you mean? Like uh, some of our roads. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, no. Some of our government buildings still look like they're from the 70s. Our mindsets, you know, some laws, some politicians. Okay, okay, thank you. Fly <laughs> FM. So we are meaning me, my family, my church, are okay, having okay. a themed church Christmas party. It's a well, costume party. 
Yeah, sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, so we let people vote for what theme they want, right? So mm-hmm. like Gatsby because my sister wanted Gatsby, and then my father wanted Wild Wild West because he's a country. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You said like you let people vote yeah. for what theme they want, but so far I've only heard votes from your family. <laughs> like, like your sister wants this, your father wants this. Is everyone in the church allowed to vote, or just your family because you guys are the organizers? <laughs> well, there's a group of people suggesting lah, not just my family, right? <laughs> okay, okay. Then we put up a poll at church, and then everyone in the church can vote. Okay. Anyway, my brother said, okay, since they're all movies, let's put movies as a suggestion as well. And it was good because that one won. Oh, so you're going as movie characters? Yeah. So, so you'll be going as The Nun? Or? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but I'm trying to convince my mom to go as the woman from Kung Fu Hustle. You know that one? Uh, she collects rent from other people. Oh. And she always has like large colors in her large hair. But that woman is proper gangster. Yeah, know? my mom is proper gangster. <laughs> I, I I don't like dressing up in in costumes. What? So boring. No, I I mean I don't find it fun. I rem- I remember there was this <laughs> MC gig I had. Then at the last minute, right yeah. uh, before the gig, they tell me, oh yeah, you have to come in costume, uh, okay. because the you know the theme is superheroes. So you went as which superhero? The Blob, is it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, one one. Okay, okay. No, I I, I didn't bother. Uh, I just went in my normal clothes. <laughs> what? Yeah, and then when they were like, hey, we asked you to come as a superhero, you know, why you come as just a normal Chinese guy? <laughs> I was like, hey, excuse me, I am Shang-Chi. <laughs> Fly FM. We're celebrating 65 years of independence in six days. Merdeka is happening. Douglas, do you have a Merdeka story that you remember mm. from school? Usually, to- yeah, usually for Merdeka when I was growing up, uh, yeah. uh, my dad would be involved because he was a pilot, so he would actually be flying the helicopters during the Merdeka parade. No way. Yeah, How- yeah, yeah. Cool. Yes way, yes way. <laughs> uh, so I only took part. I think it was in uh, one or two March pass for school uh, right. in primary school. Uh, this was uh, not usually on Merdeka Day. We'll have it one day before, or two days before. Okay. And I uh, time was ten to three. Uh. 23 and I had to do a march pass very simple just a march in a group and then when we pass by the VIP area yeah. all must pandang kanan like all right. <laughs> turn and look at the VIPs and then do a salute oh do a tabik yeah and then uh, after that they will say kembali march and then we will continue I don't think there's such thing as kembali march I'm just paraphrasing here okay? I can't remember exactly <laughs> what happened all I remember was that my parents came to watch yeah. I was feeling quite proud I, because I had practiced for this right. and then after the march pass and all <laughs> my dad Ex-military comes to me. I was like, "You call that marching?" Uh? Oh no! <laughs> Obviously, so far, right? The standard from military style. And he was like, "Oh, your salute was terrible." So oh, we man. went home. I think we spent forty-five minutes practicing marching and, and saluting. I'm like, "What are you doing? Preparing me for next merdeka?" <laughs> It's better than me lah. Like my teacher tried to convince me to join the march and oh, okay. stuff. But I'll just say I got stomach ache. Oh, yo. You see, this is why Malaysians are not patriotic, you know? Wow. Fly FM. I hope you're ready to learn some English with Mina Saleh and her three very peculiar students. English class with Mina Saleh. Good morning, class. Now, as you know, you are meant to create a sentence using a word. And the word of the day is surrogate which means a person who is a substitute. Katija, form a sentence using the word surrogate. There should be no surrogate for the Almighty. Yes, very good, Katija. Okay, Ladu, form a sentence using the word surrogate. 
Remember my friend from the Myanmar, the Hong Min? No, that day was his birthday, you know, but poor thing, he got no family here. So I thought maybe I'll take him out for a birthday meal, but then I checked, I also got no money, because the day I used all to buy the gulab jamun, but luckily we saw one melee house, got the wedding day, you know, so we went inside, we nicely ate all the food, and I tap out some wedding cake, then I pretend it's a birthday cake. Oh, okay, Laduf, please, simple sentence using the word surrogate. He said, thank you, Ladu. You are my surrogate family. I cried, Lachi. I cannot. Oh, that's nice. Okay, Asing, form a simple sentence using the word surrogate. That day, oh, Auntie Lakshmi walked in the rain and her surrogate wet. No. Hey, why you never give umbrella? You see, Lachi? English class with Mina Saleh. Fly FM. So the Finnish PM. Uh, she's the young one, right? Yeah, she's 36. Prime Minister yeah. at 36 years old. I'm so glad that our Prime Ministers are much older, like <laughs> much, much older. That's why we're doing so much better than uh, Finland. <laughs> yes, so anyway, <laughs> um, Prime Minister Senna Marin, uh, she was photographed singing and dancing at a private party she had at her own official residence, okay. right? And some people were like, how can you be partying? You're the leader of a country. Are you even a competent leader? Like if you're partying, which is ridiculous, I think. But then she explained like they dance, they went to the sauna, they swam, they spent time together. She even had to do a drug test, okay, which you know came out negative, of course. But this party was held during office hours. No, after. Then what's the problem? Uh, right, yeah. right. If she wants to dance, let her dance. Like it's a it's a private time. Yeah. I think she can do what, whatever she wants. And better to be dancing, in my opinion, lah. Better to be dancing than holding secret meetings at hotels <laughs> during your free time. Yeah, and also you're not defined by your work, right? As long as you're not breaking any laws, mm. I think it's fine to have a life outside of that. Because who are you even if you're just defined by your work? You can't do that. But as you said earlier, lah. Yeah. As long as you don't break the law. Right. Ah, so don't like after work then you go and like rob a bank. <laughs> cannot lah. Then the police come. Hey, why you catch me? Ah, huh? this is after work. You know, I'm just being myself. That one cannot lah. Yeah, of course. But I do feel that it's unfair, especially to a lot of uh, public figures, right? Like celebrities, mm. actors, and actresses. Like they go out. They finish their job, they go out, they just want to chill alone or whether with their friends, hang out or whatever. And then we are there, like, uh, see them and we're like, hey, can we have a picture? And then we expect them to be accommodating. Yeah, and then no, and then when they are not accommodating, yeah. we go on FB and complain, hey, Douglas, leave me sombong. <laughs> 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 but what happened to our Finnish PM? Like she had to step down? Or? Uh, no, but she did apologize. She apologized? Yeah, because here's some other photo surface of her friends being a little bit inappropriate. So she had to apologize for that. Prime Minister, where need to apologize <laughs> one, Juanita? You you go on the attack, ma. You like who took these photographs? Huh? This is clearly uh, an attempt to undermine a democratically elected leader. You see, even I also know. Fly <laughs> yeah. FM. So we were talking about the Finnish PM and how she had to apologize for partying. <laughs> But Douglas, you met a very prominent. Uh, leader, right? You met Tun M actually, which would be a cool story to tell because it's you know leading up to Merdeka and we're flying the flag. Okay, okay. Uh, this is when I was very much younger. Yeah. Uh, I was uh, only a junior host in this fluff program, and so I would you, you do the the dumb interviews lah, like interview people what you have for breakfast and stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> But the senior host would interview prominent people. But one day she broke her leg or something Alamak. like that. She was due to interview Tun M. Oh, so the producer came to Miss Douglas. Can you do it? I'm like, oh man, I'm so young. I don't know if I can take this because you know Tone M lah, his aura, his legacy, his history, yeah, and all man. that. 
So I told my parents, they were like, don't worry, just prepare your questions and go in, you know, be calm. You know, he's just a man. Yeah. So, right, we went to Sri Padana. I gave my license to the, this, uh, what, the guard house there. Yeah, yeah. Got my pass, went in. We set up the camera all in Ton M's office. It was very quaint, a very small, simple office. Okay. And we put our cameras and we were facing the front door because, okay, Ton M's going to enter from there. Then I'm mentally rehearsing in my head already. He comes in, you nod politely. Yeah. Uh, you say, good morning, Ton M. <laughs> and then <laughs> if he puts out his hand, you also put out your hand and you shake his hand. Right. Right. Now so, would be super complicated lah, because you don't know like fist bump or high five or wave <laughs> or like what's gonna go. Or just put your hand on the chest. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, you all bring prepared. Uh, I am there doing my breathing exercises. <laughs> <laughs> don't am surprises us by entering from the side door. <laughs> Caught us completely off guard. We're like, yeah. ah, don't am. <laughs> But the interview actually went okay. He was very, nice. he was very kind. He was very uh, clear about what he wanted to say. Yeah. He was also very candid and honest. He told me that he once lost an election. Oh, really? Yeah, in his own constituency. I thought, no way, Don M can lose. He said, no, nope, no. Nope. He's made mistakes before. He's lost uh, elections before. Eventually, it was a very nice interview. I felt great. We had. A, I took a picture with Don M. I was smiling the whole time, lah. Yeah. Got in my car, drove back to Cheras where my I was staying with my parents at the time. I was smiling. Then roadblock. Oh no! <laughs> so then the police is like, ah, listen, mana? Oh no! Where was my license? At the gun house. Yes, I, I was so happy. I forgot to take back my license, you know. <laughs> I was driving without a license all the way to Chirasen. I said, uh, Bang, uh, lesen dekat Sri Perdana. No. <laughs> this policeman also like, Sri Perdana? What? what kind of a nonsense answer? So he's like, Buat apa dekat Sri Perdana? I was like, My answer is going to be worse, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, Yeah, jumpa ton M. <laughs> the policeman was like, ah, yeah, Let me go. Lah. This fella can really tell grandfather story, man. <laughs> Fly. So a KL delivery rider saved a woman from snatch theft. This guy could be our new superhero, you know. Yeah. Because Marvel got Ghost Rider, uh, Japan got the Kamen Rider, so mm-hmm. we all got Food Rider. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a surveillance footage of this, right? And it was so intense. You see the victim walking alone on the side of the road. Uh. And then two robbers passed her on a motorcycle. Both go off frame. Right. And then you see the robber with the helmet. Pulling on this lady's bag oh, She's struggling And pulling it back oh, really she's, like, she's not giving up she's, she's fighting She's fighting man She's a strong one And then the robber motorbike Comes in to help his friend escape And then Our hero delivery rider Rides in and hits The robber motorcycle yes, From behind uh, Everyone nearby Also rushed in to help no, In a situation like this yeah. What would you do Would you go and help Because we drive cars yeah. So you can't just go and hit People on a motorbike You know Yeah but that would be My first instinct Like just hit a bit lah <laughs> Just hit a bit lah. Wanita, two things can happen here. One, you could seriously injure the fella. Yeah. And then when he when he gets injured, all you are you are liable. Mm-hmm. Or two, you don't injure him, but now they get irritated with you and they come after you. But I'm in my car, right? So I just reverse and try again. <laughs> No, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I won't do that. Um, I actually saw a sledge theft happen in front of me. It it happened so quickly that we were in KL, all mm. stuck in a jam. And then I, I looked to my side on the pavement, this woman is walking, a motorbike comes, just snatches her bag really quickly. Yeah, these things happen actually so fast that we don't have time to react. We're still in shock on it. You know? Yeah, even the woman was in shock. She just stood there, didn't know what to do. She kind of just raised her hands like, what, what, what is this? Here? Yeah, what's going on? It was so scary, right? So now when I walk in KL, I always hug my bag you don't have to hug your bag your bag is massive your bag is the size of a Singaporean apartment no one can snatch it no they'll first have to rent a crane to show stop making fun of my bag this is the Douglas Slim and Juanita podcast hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10am on Fly FM